I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to Lantern Rouge Cycling Podcast with Benji Lyson. This show is supported by Lacole. They produce performance cycling apparel. It's been a long time no speak. This is an emergency podcast because Mark Cavendish has just been announced in the De Kernick Quickstep roster for the Tour de France. We're shocked. I mean, that also means obviously no Sam Bennett back in the start of April. Benji, I think during the after the first stage that Cavendish won this year at the Presidential Cycling Tour of Turkey, Benji started the hashtag Cav to the Tour movement, always serious, never tongue-in-cheek. And now he has made that a reality. So if you believe in miracles, uh, then well, if you believe in this podcast and you believe in miracles and let your dreams be memes because Cav is going to the tour, what's your initial reaction, Benji? It's crazy. Like, I couldn't believe it because, like, a few days ago, I swear that Lefebvre said the exact opposite. There's no chance for Cavendish to go to the Tour de France because Bennett is completely confirmed after his injury when his knee is completely done for. So... This game has a bomb. This this dropped a bomb on Twitter, looking at it, in all honesty. Crazy stuff. And yeah, the calf to the tour meme is real. Memes are real. So here's Cavendish's year so far. He started out quite well, actually, in March. He came second in the Grand Prix, uh, Jean-Pierre Montserrat. That was behind Tim Merlier. And Merlier has been very, very strong this year, won a zero stage. Then middling results in some smaller Belgian classics. Then second and a third, a Settimana copy of Bartoli, which, oh, it's just a second rather in the first sprint, which isn't great. Sheldapre's third, I've got some footage of that as well. That was a complete bungling from Quickstep. We'll pause there. We'll pause at Sheldapre's because that was the only occasion where Cav and Bennett were in the same race. And there was talk of Lefebvre was actually thinking of taking both, which I mean, how do you think that would have played out, Benji? Oh, I think that would have been a mistake because if you send both, you've got two roles to look after in a sprint. And if you've got two riders to look after, you'll likely end up with a worse result because you got to look after the other rider. It's another rider that is going to be riding in the way. And what do you do? You end it, You set a sprint train for Bennett and then Cavendish has to do it himself. That's going to be difficult. And then Cav is going to end up going for a certain gap where Bennett would have gone through and would have potentially won the stage and then Gav would have taken that gap and then the stage would have been lost for both of them. So yeah, I don't think two sprinter leaders are are a good thing. I think that it's something for Pro Conti wildcards to do like a one two years ago and so forth, but not for a world tour team with a, a world class sprinter in their midst. Especially as like Cav is small, he's never going to help lead up and it would more be Bennett, the strongest sprinter leading out Cav. It just wouldn't work. Shoulder price, it didn't work at all. And Lefebvre a few days ago. So he's, oh no, I'll finish with Cav's Palmares this year and go back to Lefebvre's madness. But then Tour of Turkey, Cav got that. We did that emergency podcast, stage two. He won and not against terrible competition. Uh, Jasper Philipson was there. He's solid. He's going to be at the Tour de France, I believe, for Alpes and Phoenix. Cav won that stage, but he wasn't done. He then won another three other stages at the Tour 
ruler of Turkey. And I don't think he had the full, he didn't have de Koenig's best lead out. It, there wasn't Merku there. It's what Cavendish calls the uh, the B team. It was Archbold, Kayser and Steels. Uh, I think Jakobsen was getting, wasn't in the lead out really there at all. Tour of Turkey was good, back in the winning ways, but not against top, top competition. Then under Lucia, not so good. He DNF'd after stage three. Apparently he was complaining about the hills. Then Greipel won the next day. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that hilly. Then Elfstead and Ronda is the real result where you're like, ooh, that's a good result. He nearly beat Merlier, I think he was he beat Ackerman. So that was a good result a few days ago, still in good condition. And then the big one, the huge one is he replaces Sam Bennett at the Balwaza Belgium tour, yeah. which was the Sprinters Stage Race World Championships for some reason. Every sprinter in good <laughs> sprinter in the world went there, you and etc. Bennett was supposed to go, but he had a knee injury. Cavendish goes, he wins stage five ahead of Merlier, Ackerman, Gronewegen, Buani, Bonifacio, Ewan Van Poppel. That's if you can beat those guys, Nitzolo as well. You can beat. You, you've literally beaten the best in the world. So he is. A lot of teams would have been happy for him to go to the tour. And the question was, Bennett's knee injury. Now, what, what's Lefebvre been saying in the in the Belgian press, Benji? I do know that some stuff slips into Discord chats that I'm in and so forth. And every single time, it was to the fact that it was more likely that Bennett was going to go to the Tour de France if his form was uh, decent after the injury. And we had that confirmation three days ago that he literally said that there's no chance that Cav is going to the Tour. Now, after the uh, Balwaza Belgium Tour uh, stage win, Cav was pretty down to earth about it. He was pretty on point as in, yeah, if Bennett is able to get 100% recovery, then we're certainly looking at him as first man to go to the Tour de France because he was the green jersey winner last year. We can't just neglect him like that. He was the nice guy in that story because you can always take the other side and say, oh, I deserve to go to the Tour de France and Bennett should not take that place and oh, la, 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 la. But uh, Caff took the high ground and... Uh, not really heard from Bennett much. Uh, I yeah. think we've been hearing it through Lefebvre who, I mean, okay, so this is three days ago in Cycling Weekly. The current Quickstep boss, Patrick Lefebvre, has said there is no chance Cavendish will ride the 2020 Tour de France and as Sam Bennett has now been confirmed fit and recovered from his knee injury. Lefebvre also went on to say, uh, he told Cycling News, Sam isn't the strongest in his own head. If everything goes well, then he becomes stronger and stronger, as we saw on the tour last year. But if he has doubts and you bring someone like the second sprinter and he has Mark Cavendish on his wheel, he becomes nervous about this, very nervous. I just like to pause and say literally every sprinter in the world would be nervous about having <laughs> another sprinter on their wheel, on their yeah, own team. Certainly. What other team would have, apart from maybe <laughs> Molière and Philipson, yeah, but even that, I don't know how that really works properly. So, yeah, that doesn't make sense. So what do you think, Benji? Because there was a couple of other days. Uh, Cavendish said, I'm not going to the Tour unless Lefebvre gives me a raise because Cavendish is on a very low contract at Quickstep because no one wanted to sign him in World Tour. And do you think... Bennett's injury is not improving. Do you think Cav, this has suddenly come out that Cav and Lefebvre have been able to negotiate some sort of raise or financial reward for Cavendish? Is it a combination of those two? haven't seen anything when it comes to a, uh, a signed contract or anything like that. I don't think they can announce that yet, or is that only for transfers? I'm not sure about it. Well, I think no, they can actually they, do. They wouldn't announce um, if he was giving him more money. Yeah, okay. That, that's kind of true. But... They, um, it's kind of an indirect slight confirmation then though if like 
he asked for more to start the Tour de France or at least a contract that's worthy of someone that is starting the Tour de France for the team and being their head sprinter in that race. But question mark, Ballerini is also selected, right? I swear I saw him on the uh, yes. list. What happens there? Because Ballerini is not a bad sprinter either, but is he going to be the guy that they use on the hilly sprints then? I have no idea. I don't I don't really like their team. Here is the team for completeness. <laughs> Asdrin, Ballerini, Cataneo, Alaphilippe, Cavendish, Mercu, Davinens, De Klerk. It's not their best lead out. It's not... Mercu! No, no, no. The full train. It's oh, obviously okay. Mercu, but it's not got uh, Lampard or Seneschal. I guess Asgren can do that. But the GC help for Alaphilippe is in any sort of rolling terrain above just light, light medium mountains is just mm-hmm. uh, three Stevenins. So, yeah, I think it's a bit it's a bit of a strange team. I think the Ballerini inclusion is really weird. I mean, he if he has his Provence form, he can be helpful in, say, stage one. If he has some of his other form more recently, then I don't really see it, him being particularly helpful. So I'm surprised he's going. Yeah. In, yeah but, Question mark? Yeah. Um, a few people have mentioned that in Andalusia, for example, Cavendish was not looking good. I think at a certain stage he was almost OTL or did OTL and they put him back in. So is there any danger of that, you think, in the Tour de France, looking at the profiles? I had a look at them because a, a week ago because I thought he might be going. It's, it's going to be difficult to OTL if you're in decent condition because there's not really any stages where the mountains, there's a big HC or Cat 1 climb at the start, uh, for example, the big mountain stages. Uh, for I'll take one stage nine uh, to Tinya. There's that's that's a, a difficult one, but it's only 142 kilometers. Yeah. There's some valley. Tinya's not that steep. You then got stages uh, 17 and 18, a big mountain stages. They start with 115 k's of flat before the first climb. Stage 18, again, 80 k's before the first two for the first climb to Tourmalet. So as long as you're in the group there, then it's going to be difficult to OTL for Cavendish if he's in decent, no. decent condition. Um, I think like the only stage that I'm looking at that has some potential danger, but likely not, is stage eight with a small climb at the start, which could put him in trouble early on. But then he's going to be like having trouble. He's got plenty of time in there to like recover again. Although the last portion has a lot of climbing together there's a lot of the sense to recover once again so yeah I, I don't see an imminent danger of OTLing that easily unless he's got a horrendous day which is always possible but um yeah stage, look eight's, at it. stage yeah. eight's a good a good example you're right where it starts with a climb he's just got to hope that the peloton lets a break go on that climb and then it's sort of easy early on that climb and then it only kicks off with 100k's done but the big question everyone wants the answer to benji how many stage wins, if any, is Mark Cavendish taking? I think um, I think it's difficult to respond to that. He needs four to get on par with the uh, <laughs> Max thing. Four. It's, he's, at, he's at thirty now, and he needs thirty-four to uh, try and get on par with that. Now we want them to beat that, so he needs five. <laughs> but I'd find that very difficult to believe. I am looking at. It'd be amazing if he wins one. But I'd hope he wins two because that's like a tiny bit more than one. And I think two would secure him a imminent contract renegotiation for next year and like a re-signing for next year at the Koenig. That's my guess. 
I think he wins. I think he wins a stage, one stage for sure. There's there's like eight sprint stages here. You know, Ewan gets out of position one stage. He's got yep. Merck, who Cavendish said the other day, he's like, oh, he much said anyone can win in the wheel of Merck. Um, Charles Elysee, Greipel versus Gav, who takes it? <laughs> Gavin. In this form. Oh, okay. Gavin just way quicker than Greipel. But yeah, I can't wait to see those two guys. It's 2021, <laughs> not 2011, 2010, but it's fantastic to see. I, I'm personally, I, it's a shame for Sam Bennett. He's obviously, you know, 1A, one, 1B, one best sprinter in the world. He, five World Tour wins, I think, this year already. Yeah. Extremely strong at Paris Nice. Could have won Shell de Price. Green Jersey winner last year. It is a shame from like a, wanting to see the best of the best in yep. the world. But Cavendish, in terms of views, exposure, Oakley, obviously. Maybe it's Oakley, Benji. Comment down below. What's your conspiracy theory for why Cavendish is going to the tour? My conspiracy theory is Oakley is struggling to sell those ugly sunglasses they've brought out. Then it's not able to, to get them off the shelves, and they figure the only way they can actually sell out the inventory of those one-piece ones is to have Cavendish win a stage in the tour with them on. What's your conspiracy, Benji? My conspiracy is that he's looking up towards Chris Froome, who has started a successful YouTube <laughs> channel. So he wants to move to the top of cycling and then launch his YouTube channel as well, um, Mark Cavendish. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing his first vlog. <laughs> Mark Cavendish, he knows if he wins one stage, Sylvan Adams will give him $10 million a year for seven years at Israel Startup Nation in conjunction with Peter Sagan. What could go wrong? But anyway, yeah, certainly. TDF preview coming out soon in the next couple of days. This is the emergency podcast for Cav. See you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 